it's not a nice situation to be in, but like, It's not nice. not nice at all. Go for a chat. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> Crack on, you know, like. Everybody, I'm Brendan. And I'm Marissa. And welcome back to Dear Queers, the show where we answer all of your queer queries. We're so happy to be back with all of you today. How has everyone's <laughs> January been? Really good. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, interesting that you're everyone, but that's totally this what, okay. <laughs> I, we did this before. You asked like a question and then I answered it and... You got mad at me, mm -hmm. and I was like, but I am part of everyone. Everyone That's is everyone. true. You are a cog in the machine of everyone. Mm -hmm. And I think I also am the legally appointed spokesperson for everyone. Mm, I forgot like about they, that. Like, everyone in the world voted. Yeah. And I was elected as the spokesperson for everyone. Yeah. Can you remind me who your opponents were? Um, Malala. Mm -hmm. uh, Lady Gaga. Mm -hmm. Dua Lipa. <laughs> <laughs> and was that it? Oh, Martin Luther King's ghost. <laughs> <laughs> it's really... I was going to say before you said that, that like clearly you must have just won because of sexism, but now, no. now you just won because of white supremacy. Sure. We can blame it on that. But mm -hmm. like everyone in the world voted on it. So you can right? pick it up with them. I will at our next quarterly meeting. But we do live in a racist world, I think. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. But yep. anyway, all that to say, when I speak, for everyone, it's like mm -hmm. what everyone wants and right. thinks. Right, right. Yes, mm -hmm. I understand how democracy works, Brendan. Correct, yeah. But also, like, there is no real, like, there's only one election for this. So, like, um, it's like, I'm like a Supreme Court justice. Like, I, I'm a spokesperson <laughs> until I die. Uh-huh, yes. So. Until you die or step down after mm -hmm. um, an embarrassing series of public humiliations. But that won't be happening. Not the public humiliations part, just the stepping down part. Right. Like you can weather any PR story. Any sort. Like, yeah, I could, like, you name it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's yeah. Like, like when, for example, like next week when you accidentally like leave your penis hanging out after you go to the bathroom and you are like walking to the supermarket with just like your dangle a dangling. And mm -hmm. little children are like, mommy, mommy. And then they have to cover their children's eyes. And then uh -huh. like you get accused of like waggling your peen peen around. at. Yeah. yeah. Um, like that. Yeah. You'll be okay. Yeah, I think so. I mean, like I've done it like a few other times and it's been fine. So I think like what's a, yeah. uh, what's a 12th time, you know, like it's right. fine. 
Right. Oh. After the first like three, you get kind of inoculated to it. Yeah. Everyone's just like, oh, there's Brendan's PP again. Mm-hmm. Like, just so you know, it's happening again. I'm like, again. Right. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's fine. I like we'll be okay. 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 So. Cool. Yeah, so everyone says they're doing really well. January was great, except mm-hmm. for five people. Oh. It wasn't. Mm. But I don't know who those five people are because I don't have time to, like, count all the people in the world and, like, find yeah, them. Yeah, sure. And I think that makes a lot of sense because I feel like January is notoriously a time when, like, people's mental health is doing really yeah. good. People are feeling like they have a lot of energy. People are feeling really motivated. People it's, are yeah. happy. So I think this really tracks that, like, only five people would have been, like, having a mess mm-hmm. January. Yeah, because it's like, like we said last time, it's like, it's fresh. It's redo, reset mm-hmm. button time. Be, I feel like we told people to do something last time, but I can't remember. Well, we tell people to do stuff well, every episode. True, but like something like specific that like, mm. I was going to say something specific that had consequences, but like that's also. Like, that is, that's the end of every episode. And you're thinking this wasn't something that was like, go fuck your mother or anything like that. I don't think so. I don't know. Okay. It doesn't matter. Hopefully they did it. Yeah. But... And if they didn't. <laughs> You'll hear about it. You'll you about sure it. will. We won't let that go. <laughs> On this podcast, we believe in consequences. Yeah, they're important. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you just everyone can do whatever they want to. Mm-hmm. Right. Like if you take your penis out at the grocery store... Then the consequence is you get yet another penis offender tattoo burned onto your back. They don't need to know about that. What? They're going to see private. it when you're at the beach. That's true. But that's why I use my like like tattoo, like cover-up makeup, though. Mm. But how did you put that but on I'll... your back? I have long arms. I still like it. <laughs> Wait, look, uh-huh. can, can, do you know I could do this? <laughs> Wait, can I still do I can still do <laughs> No, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I can do it. Wait, I can't. I don't like I don't... it. Let me try it one more time. No, I just. <laughs> <And I'm... laughs> You're going to have to explain to our audio audience. What <laughs> horrors just happened? <laughs> um, I actually I can't do it. I can't because the full like I can't get once I get here. Like I can't what were, get it no, fully. I don't know what was supposed to happen. It's supposed to happen. end like in like like no. this position, but like explain, I couldn't explain to the listeners of our podcast what's happening. I so I used to be able to. I saw I could do half of it now, but like I touch like grab hands behind my back like kind of like you know like you're doing like a like a stretch like the what's this muscle oh my god i don't know i like, can't the the the, the opposite of the yeah the tri- I was gonna say mm-hmm. opposite of the bicep is the tricep <laughs> so yeah you're doing like that stretch but you're touching hands and then bring your arms over your head and then flip mm-hmm. them through and then like end up like you're holding your hands oh. in front of your body Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. but i, I just can't i can't is, anymore no no, that's enough. I'm happy to continue body shaming because this was, I didn't want to see this. 
And this I don't is know like why. Uh -huh. My leg over the head for you. This is my special flexi skill. This is this is your that. Yes. Hello, is anyone there? Marissa is using her foot <laughs> as a telephone, which yeah. I cannot even. I can use my <laughs> foot as like a like a penis hammer. <laughs> That's about it, which is not very useful, as mm. you would imagine. I mean, it's got about one use that I can think of. Yeah. But um, we're all talented in different special ways. We are. I would really like to pivot to something. One other topic before we get to our question. Okay. Um, I feel like we should talk about the television show I'm currently watching, which I really feel like I could have been going in like seven different directions because, Brendan, we are watching no, two shows I, together right but now. I know I because know, we I haven't know. talked about yes. this one yet. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, I am about two-thirds of the way through the first season of The L Word. I'd never seen it before. I'm a bad gay woman, um, and I am diving in the deep end, and it is whoo, hard to breathe. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah, I forgot... Because we, we talked before this about the other shows that we're watching. And this show, I've already watched it, but like relatively recently. So it's still kind of fresh in my head. But I'm very excited for the journey that you're going to go on. It's quite yeah. a journey. It, and you're going to be pulling your hair up. Pulling yeah. it. There's going to be it, like, you're going to be like Cynthia by the end of this. <laughs> How much of my balding is going to be just because of Jenny? Uh, 95%. Yeah. Um, I will say... Um, no, go ahead. What were you going to say? No, I was going to say, like, anyone who's listening to this who has watched it understands. Like, even I was told, like, when I talked to some friends out here who had seen it already that I was watching it, they were like, fucking Jenny, like... It's yeah. just like it's a known thing. It's like yeah. I mean, all of the characters are iconic in different ways, and Jenny, it's not in a positive way, is all no. that I'll say. So now I will say, and if you haven't seen the L word but you want to someday, you might want to fast forward spoilers approximately yeah. 30 seconds. Because I think I'm pretty sure I got spoiled that she winds up getting murdered. Um <gasps> so um, I am deny. looking forward to that. I believe it's not till the end. The way I found this out is because I'm an idiot. And in like her first or second appearance, she's wearing a high necklace. And I was like, oh, is she Jewish? I'll find this out by going to the character's Wikipedia page. And then just immediately right there, the show's oh. been off the air for like well over a decade. So of course there's, yeah. you know, oh, she's spoiled. the whole series. Okay. Yeah, yeah, try just, not to do yeah. too much. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. Yeah. I didn't. I learned my lesson. I just, because I was, like, trying to look through, like, the categories to see, like, you know, like, personal life. I mean, they don't really have that for characters. But, like, we're, like religion or whatever. And then I just saw, like, death and murder. And I was like, oh, well. I, I think that. She, it's not that she didn't have a coming. <laughs> the actual actress who plays her is actually Jewish, too, I think. Because I looked it up. Yeah. I was curious. But that's also, like, a whole plot point at it. I won't spoil oh. else, but like oh, you'll boy. Yes. Ooh! Yeah, I told Marissa uh -huh. to give me very consistent updates on thoughts and feelings because Yeah. 
I think that, yeah, I think it did sort of like when I was watching it, I didn't really have anyone to like be like telling. You didn't have an L word elder. I am enjoying being on on this side of it. Yeah. Because it's not usually the case. Most of the time you watch way more TV than me. So like you're usually, you usually have seen something well before I would have seen it. So this is like a rare scenario too. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm really enjoying it. So I'll keep you posted and listeners, I'll keep you posted too. Next time we record, I'll give you a little L word update. You're already like, you're pretty, the seasons are long too. Like, yeah, well, they're like 13 episodes. It's just like, yeah, I'm used to like eight episode seasons now. Like we've been trained for that. Right. Right. Yeah. I think I may be around like episode 10 or so. I'm watching like a couple episodes at a time when I watch them. So, um, yeah. Yeah. But there's a anyway. lot of other TV on right now, so it can't always have my attention. That's, so. oh, true. Yeah. You're not like only watching that. Yeah. No, I so. have, we have Traders. We have Love Island. Love Next Island, week, I'm going to have um, Love is Blind. So there's a lot Ugh. of other television right now. Mm hmm. I wish you would pick back up Love is Blind. It's so sad to me that you don't watch it anymore. Maybe. I think I need I need like a compelling you know, like like with traders, like I need like an Ekansu. I need like a something sure. to like bring sure. me back in, you know? Yeah. Okay. So. Well, I'll let you know we'll after see. the first batch of episodes next week if it's worth this season being your reentry point. Like I want like a gay love is blind or something. Like that would pull then me you, back in. I mean sure. that's what the Ulta Gatum was. So, yeah. oh, okay. One other thing before we get into our questions. I need to issue a correction and an apology <gasps> in our bottoms episode. I egregiously mispronounced the name of the star actress. I was saying her name very wrong. Her name uh-huh. is pronounced Aoidabiri. What were you saying? Not that. Really? I'm going to have to go back and mm-hmm. listen. Um, yeah. Okay, well. Wait, hang on. What, how did I just say it right now? Did I say it right? Ao Adabari, like that, right? That's that's her name. You said Adabari. Wait, so it's Adabari, not wrong. Adabiri. It's Adabari. And it's Ao, not Io. Okay. Hi, Io Adabari, five, six and a half, uh, based in Los Angeles. Yeah. Okay. Well, as the spokesperson for everyone. Yeah. Um, We accept. Thank you. Thank you. you. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of apologies, <laughs> sometimes when people go on Bachelor, Bachelorette, Batch weekends, they have to apologize afterwards. It happens. And that is what we are talking about today. Those celebrations and what you want to know about it. You can read it. You read the first one. Okay. Dear queers, I'm getting married soon and I want to have a bachelorette party for me and my besties. The thing is, I have friends in my wedding party who are gay, trans, straight, queer, and everything in between. Any ideas for the things we can do or places we can go where we can have a fun time but also not make anyone feel uncomfortable? From... L-G-B-T-Q-P-A-R-T-Y. <laughs> I saw, I don't know why I find that so funny, the student. <laughs> like when you said, I was like, 
that's it. That's the one. Yep. 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 Um, in case anyone doesn't know, mm-hmm. the P, the A, the R, the T, and the Y spell out party. No. Mm-hmm. But they don't. It's not an acronym. Mm-mm. I guess it could it be, doesn't. but like it could be. We don't have time. We can think about Here that later. Here it's not. Right. Or if you have any ideas of what the acronym mm-hmm. would be, go for it. Yeah. Let us know. But yeah, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Right. I think yeah. especially like, you know, I feel like more now than ever, if you are someone who's happens to be getting married and want like a, a wedding party, a wedding crew of people, I feel like it's more and more acceptable for that crew to be like not just the same gender yes. as you, you know, like people mm-hmm. have even like straight, very straight weddings that I've been to now, like people are like mm-hmm. Yeah, like I have a good friend who's a lady or a good friend who's, you know, like non-binary or whatever. And like, I want them in my wedding party, you know, and like, mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah. So yeah, the last wedding party that I was a part of, the couple getting married was a cis man and a cis woman. And I was one of two non-cis men on the groom side, right? I think that that mm-hmm. is. And the bride had some guys, like it was just. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. But then I guess, you know, because there is like a, a certain stereotype of like, okay, what does a bachelor party look like or a bachelorette party sure. or whatever? And like that kind of gets queered a little bit by like when it's like, okay, it's not all straight men who want to see titties or whatever or like, right. you know, like. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I feel like this is a really good opportunity for if anyone in the audience has some money they want to invest, I want to pitch you on my um, all gender strip club idea that I have had in the works for a very long time. I don't know why there aren't more of these. I think they could be very lucrative. But yeah, imagine a strip club where there's a it's not like all ladies or it's not all dudes. It caters to all audiences. I haven't really worked out all the details yet. If it's like some, maybe it's like Thursdays is ladies night and like Fridays is guys night, but Saturdays we've got some titties and we got some penises. So Mm. all of that to say, if there were a space like this, I feel like what could be more appropriate for a mixed crew on your batch weekend, but Mm -hmm. I'm not aware of any such location that exists. Um, without an angel investor coming to me to create it. So that's not an option for our letter writer. You heard it here first, though. You can get mm-hmm. in early as an investor. But yeah, it is interesting. Yeah, they're all very clearly, like, gendered separately. It's like, yes. this is and I mean, a men's space or a woman's space. Yes. Or, yeah. Yes. It's also, I think, some of the traditional activities done on Bachelor Bachelorette weekends are very gendered. Like on some of the like all girls Bachelorette weekends, the things I've done are things that simply we just would not have done if it was a more Mm -hmm. diverse crew. And honestly, most of those things are like the worst of what Bachelorette parties have to offer and the most tedious. So perhaps it's fine that we are eradicating some of these options moving forward. Yeah, it's like there's just built-in stereotypes at this point because it's such like an institution almost mm-hmm. of like this is what it should be. But I'm gonna wait. So the one, the wedding, we won't mention names, but the one that you were a, a part of that was like a mixed crew. Like, was there a mm-hmm. party? 
That so happened? Or? there, it was a joint bachelor bachelorette party. Oh, and wait, the, oh, bri- that's yes, right. the bride yes, and the groom rented a house, and both of the wedding parties all stayed there for a weekend. So that was actually a, that's I think something that certainly, if you have a bunch of different people, I think this can be a really fun option. Right, like rent a big Airbnb and just have sort of like a like a little cabin weekend. Right, you can play games you can do some karaoke you can order in you can cook breakfast you can get rip roaring drunk you can smoke some jays on the fire pit right i think that that can be especially if you have your crew is a little more low-key i think this can be a really fun option yeah and like also you know there's no rules about like it doesn't have to be like separate parties you know it can be like you're just having a Mm -hmm. it's sort of yeah you can think of it as sort of like a pre like we're gonna have Mm -hmm. a wedding soon celebration like a little more of a a pre-party for that i guess Mm -hmm. so yeah 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 if and if that's not in the cards and you're wanting to do something a little more traditional i think things that aren't going to alienate some of your audience probably are along the lines of maybe avoiding more sexualized or gendered spaces, right? So mm-hmm. I think it's not it's not the time for strip clubs. It's probably not the time for like dragging everyone to a gay bar. Although drag brunch could be a pretty that good could option, be fun I for think. everyone. I think yes, yeah. yes. I think drag brunch is pretty inclusive and a safe bet that just like people will have fun. Yeah, I do think that like they get kind of tired because those tend to be obviously more bachelorette parties that tend to do that kind of thing like that's mm-hmm. kind of the stereotype and i think they mm-hmm. get tired of when it's like just those yes crews but when it's like a you know like a joint more mixed crew like bringing you know making more like straight men go to drag brunch you know yes. like right yeah. and also like visibly queer people at drag brunch i think is yeah everyone's pre- pretty fine with that i agree i think like avoiding anything that's like specifically sexual or like for like directed at a particular gender i think is probably or even like right more especially if you have folks who are maybe like gender non-conforming like maybe this isn't the time for everyone to get pedicures right like i think or or it could be right i think if there's things like that that you are not sure how the people in your gang are gonna feel like run it past them right right Um, because some people might be like i want my nails to look fancy i love this and some people might Mm. be like "Ooh, that would feel really dysphoric for me so yeah talk to the people if there's ideas you have but you're not sure how they're gonna land get some input yeah because these are i would assume like some of your closest people so hopefully Mm -hmm. you know like you have some idea of like what they like or don't like or what they'd be comfortable with or not and then you know, mm-hmm. if you're not sure, then you yeah ask, figure it out. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe everyone does want to go to a titty bar and like, yep. cool, then do it, you know? But like, you are the focus. It's your party. But you also don't want like anyone to feel like super uncomfortable or have like a terrible time because yep. then like, what's yes. the point? Yeah. And I think just, right, again, thinking about more like options of even the, like, if I was yeah. just, yeah, if I was just, like, throwing a party, what would I do, right? Maybe taking some of just, like, the wedding out of it, I think, I gave you sure. some ideas. Like, I'm thinking, like, one of 
the more fun things I've done in Bachelorette territories. Like we rented a boat on the river and that was a really Ooh, good time, right? That like does that, sound fun, yeah. Yeah, so I think just thinking about like, what are fun things to do where you live, I think mm -hmm. can open up a lot of maybe kind of off the beaten path activities. Yeah, because you have to think about, you know, it's not like it has to be a certain kind of party. Like it's whatever you like, what you want to do. You know, mm -hmm. so like going on a boat, if you like going on a boat or Dungeons and Dragons. So maybe you yes, have like, like a Dungeons a board and Dragons game cafe. Yeah. tournament weekend mm -hmm. or, you know, like it's whatever yep. you want it to be. Yes. So like, like it doesn't really matter what anyone else right. thinks. Like if you want to throw like a murder mystery party for mm -hmm. the people in your wedding party, you're the bride. They can't say no. Yeah, it's like, I think as long as you're not actively making someone feel, like, uncomfortable and, like, weird about it, like, it's okay yeah. if, like, not everyone in your wedding party, like, loves a murder mystery, but, like, I don't think anyone's mm -hmm. gonna be like, oh, this is... This makes me I, feel I, bad. I yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, So right. So, like, yes, there's, there's think, a line, I guess. But. Yes, because you do, like, it's your bachelorette party, you get to make it all about you you get to be as narcissistic as your little heart desires just as long as you are not doing something that like others your party guests yeah and like ideally you know if you're not like a horrible person like you don't want that for any of your closest friends who are That's a good point. going out of their way to to have a good time with you hopefully hopefully yep. that's that's you yeah i'm trying to think what else would be like a good you know, yeah, like I've done like the one that I have been to was, you know, like rented a, a cute little place and just hung mm -hmm. out and played games and drank and like spent time with each other. Yeah, I think I think yeah. ideally like it's nice like to have it be like a weekend more than like, you know, I feel like one night out doesn't feel special enough. Like that's just sort of like how's it? I disagree. Then? Really? Yes. I think, I mean, I think some of it depends. I think a lot of it all boils down to where are your guests located? Because if oh. people all have to, like, fly in from different corners of the country, you then might as well be. make a weekend about it. Yeah. But if mm -hmm. most of your friends are local, they are spending so much money already for you to get married. Do True. they need to set aside an entire weekend, two nights, all of the food? Like, that is a lot to be asking of people. That's a good point. Yeah, I didn't think about that aspect of it. Um, especially if, right, if everyone is local. Well, it's tricky because, mm -hmm. like, if everyone's local already, then they're not spending as much money as someone who's has to, like, fly in for the wedding and get a hotel and do all of that. So then, like, what's a little bit more extravagant bachelor weekend? But at the same time, like, people who have to travel for the wedding anyways, they would have to travel for like a bachelor bachelorette party as well. So then it's like, should it just be, if if they are going to do it, then I, it should be worth their time, but also then they're spending even more money. So it's like, I guess it could just be a night depending on the situation. I'm kind of of yeah. the mind that like people are, if people are in, then they're, in and like make it like mm -hmm. worth their while i guess 
Yeah. I don't know. Like, like one of the best bachelorette experience I had is we did like a full day. Like it started with brunch Mm. and it ended with like going out in the nighttime. And, and that was perfect. And then everyone got to go home at the end and had another day of their weekend to do whatever they wanted with. And everyone felt really great about that. But so everyone was local then or did anyone play? No, every single person was local. Like everyone got to go to their own home at okay. the end of the night. Because I think, yeah, I think that works and is great when everyone's local. I think if someone, yeah, like, if, if, if I had to fly in, I wouldn't want to oh, fly yeah. in for, like, a one day of, like, no. Yes, no? and I agree. When I've had to travel for bachelorettes, only one night feels really rushed. Yeah. Yeah. But also, like, you don't want to make people, like, pay for, like, a week-long trip or anything. No, either. you no. can't do more than two nights. That's the most you're given. That's it. That's it. Also, because, yep. like, yeah, especially if you're drinking a little bit, then you're probably mm-hmm. not going to feel great. So, nope. yeah. Good luck. Do what you want to, but be nice. Yeah. Think of your friends. Think of what they're doing for you. Yes. Yes, because they are doing a lot for you. It is your special time and your special day and days or whatever. But like, I think, yeah, especially if you are part of the wedding party, there, you're right. There is like a lot of other expenses that you're paying yes. for as well, just for the wedding yeah. alone. So well, and more it's so than the average too, guest too. Yes. It's so interesting that you and I have thought about this a little differently because I, having been on like the bachelorette side of things, I think for people gendered, female there is so much more expenses than there like there's the dresses there's Mm. the bridal shower you're expected to go to like there's all these expenses we have that more kind of like traditionally like male coded things don't have that's true right and like even like like hair hair and makeup yep Mm -hmm. yep Mm -hmm. like i have i have been in weddings that i easily dropped a thousand dollars on all things considered yeah mm-hmm. no it, like it adds up very quickly yeah so, so be conscientious this is no longer really about the gender and sexuality piece of things but just just be cognizant of what you're asking of your loved ones yeah like on all friends yeah Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Um, Question number two. Are we ready? We're ready, baby. Hi, queers. I recently went on a batch weekend with a good friend of mine, and things got a little debaucherous, to say the least. The batch in question ended up getting very intimate with a stripper, and I don't know if their future spouse knows or is comfortable with that. They insist that it's all in good fun, and their partner doesn't need to know. I feel like I'm in a difficult position. What should I do from batch shit crazy? Well, let me tell you my first thought mm-hmm. is this person says, I don't know if their future spouse knows or is comfortable with that, which is immediately followed up with them saying their partner doesn't need to know, which answers the question their spouse doesn't know and isn't comfortable with it. Yeah, true. I feel like that's, it feels like my overarching, I guess, initial sort of feeling is like, it feels unfair to this friend that Mm -hmm. they're now 
in this position to have to be Yes. like, okay, I won't say anything, I guess, even though Mm I know, and like, I know clearly like they wouldn't be that happy about it. So, I mean, yeah, I think anytime you put someone in a position like that, where it's like, you're forcing them to take on a secret that will harm someone else, but because of like your privileged situation, Yep. I mean, you Yep. know better than anyone. Yep. So, I sure have been. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess like, I mean, we could even parallel to that. Like, how do you Dear feel? queers, I'm hiding being gay from my girlfriend. My friend knows, but I've threatened <laughs> her if she says anything. What do I do? I mean, like, do you, so though you handled it a particular way, do you feel like in retrospect, if you could do it over, you would have done it differently? Or do you feel like you, the way you handled So it, you're like, is... here's the thing that specifically made my situation different and why it wouldn't be applicable here. The big reason I did not tell the girlfriend until there was no other option to is because I would have had to out someone to do it. And that Mm -hmm. is its whole own set of thorns. Here, that's not the situation. No one's sexuality is being hidden in right this situation. So I think that if it had just been a garden variety sort of like I'm keeping a big secret from a loved one that I know would devastate her if it found out. I think the other piece that was relevant in my situation that I'm not, I wish I knew more about here is what is our question asker's relationship to the future spouse? Mm, Um, yeah. because if they're friends themselves, then that's one thing. If it's like Mm you've -hmm. maybe never even met this person's betrothed, then that's somewhat different. I think if they have a existing relationship with the future spouse, I think what I would probably do if I were the letter writer is I would pull kind of a like, either you need to tell her or I'm going to. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't have to be in that position regardless, but like there are still, there are stakes here. I mean, like, I guess the factors that we don't know is like what exactly happened, you know, like what are we talking about here? Right. Like in terms of this, whatever went Right. down. Did it go as far enough as to, like, violate the boundaries of this person's presumably monogamous relationship? Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's the other part of it, too, is, like, we don't Right. know what, what is their, you know, status, dynamic, you know, what, what, what Mm they've agreed to with each other. hmm Mm And hmm then the third thing is, I guess, yeah, like, how does this future spouse feel about whatever scenario went down? Mm Like, hmm what right are their right feelings about it? And, like, would that, because if it's something that could potentially be... like marriage ending right and that's something that they then are keeping secret post the altar or whatever that's mm-hmm like very sketchy and shady and like not okay to do like they they need to be going into this with like if this is information Right. that would affect that like they need to know that so Yes, that's how I feel too. Because, right, I'm looking at the question and, like, the person who did the thing insists that it's all in good fun. And what I would want to know is, like, by whose definition? Like, is it just you 
saying mm-hmm. you think it's all good would your person you're engaged to agree with that i think is what it really boils down to i mean it sounds like no if like if they're saying it's all good fun but then like don't tell <laughs> they don't need yes they don't need to know right because i, I think, think if it was right, all good fun like, yeah. yes yeah i think if it's you think it's fun but your partner wouldn't think it's fun then guess whose definition we get to go by here right like it's Mm -hmm. and that also does also just feels like kind of gross and disrespectful like it feels really that sort of like it's just in good fun it feels like when someone says something bigoted and then it's like i'm just joking like can't you take a joke like it's actually not like what's what's the joke explain the joke to me right and so i feel like it's kind of that here where it's like oh it's fun like explain to me like how this is fun because i don't know Mm -hmm. if i get it Right. And it's like, like you said, it's like, it's not up to you to decide if the joke is received as funny or if this thing yep. is all in good fun. It's like, that's yep. on whoever's mm-hmm. receiving it. Right. And if it's like, oh, well, if it's really all in good fun, then why shouldn't she know about it? Mm-hmm. Then even regardless of like, okay, what happened, how she would feel, blah, blah, blah. It's like just relationships in general. It's like, there has to be trust and communication there. And like, yeah. This, if you're taking that away, then like that mm-hmm. alone is problematic, I think, you know? Yes, I agree. I think what's tough here, because my instinct is always, I think when it comes to things like this, when it involves like keeping secrets or things mm-hmm. kind of related to like cheating and things like that, I feel like I'm such a, like a stick in the mud and I'm very sort of like my nose is in the air and I'm like, it's wrong and I would narc on them. But I think the flip side of the coin is like, okay, so let's say the question asker does like go to the future spouse and was like, hey, I need to tell you what happened. You certainly run the risk of the future spouse being like, yeah, I know about that. Like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. We had a conversation about it. This is like our relationship. Yeah. Why are you butting in? Yeah, true, true, true. Right. Like, you don't want to like insert yourself where it's not necessary. But I think you mm-hmm. do have the right to be like, okay, like you're putting me in a, I feel uncomfortable. I'm in an uncomfortable p- position and then do everything you can with, you know, your friend, the one who's like in on it to be like, this is how mm-hmm. I'm feeling about it. Please consider that. Please. Like I would really mm-hmm. like for this to not be like mm-hmm. on my shoulders and like, you know, have yes. to carry this mm-hmm. burden in that way. Yeah. And then it's, you it know, really like, is such a burden as someone who mm-hmm. had Something somewhat similar that they were asked to keep secret for someone for years. It is yeah. really weighs on you. Yeah. Because imagine like, right, especially, you know, this, their partner, their fiance, whatever, like is like, they're also very close with them. Imagine mm-hmm. having to then like see that person repeatedly and like do things with them, knowing that you're holding onto a piece of information that could potentially like destroy them. You know, and having yeah. to pretend like that's not like just sitting there, like just so like a breath away almost literally. I mean, uh-huh. again, I'm preaching to the choir. Here, yeah. So. I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't I I certainly can imagine that I lived it for years. Yeah, it's it's torturous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think like, yeah, just bare minimum. It's like mm-hmm. just an unfair yeah, like it's it's not in, your but... job to suffer because someone else is being selfish and a coward. Yeah, but uh, like you were saying too, it's like you also don't want to butt in, give mm-hmm. some time for like, I mean, this just happened on Love Island too with like with Mitt, like the 
the Mitch Mitch Kaz oh, Demi thing where yeah. he's like yep, immediately yep. like you know gossiping about like what happened like you have to give a little bit of the benefit of the doubt and be like okay I'm gonna assume and hope that like you're you're gonna share this news yourself like give them time to like yes do it before you like mm-hmm. swoop in and are like I'm gonna yes. tell them right now you know right. like yes that's unfair I- as well I think. It is. I think the one other thing I would say to consider, if you do decide to tell, the person you're telling might not want to hear what you have to Mm. say, and that sometimes might manifest as them not believing you. So just keep in mind the audience might be a hostile one. Yeah, right? Like, you have to be prepared for those consequences, or even, like, Mm -hmm. that person putting blame on you as well. Yep. Being like You're complicit. the messenger. You could get shot. Mm-hmm. Or so, yeah, right. Like, Even being like, why didn't you stop him from doing it or stop them from right, doing it? Right. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Like whether it's rational or not, it's like there is a mm-hmm. very good chance that like they're not going to receive that news well yep. from you, from any, you know. Mm-hmm. Tread but carefully. It's yeah, it's just not, it's not a nice situation to be in, but like. It's not nice. Not nice at all. Go for a chat. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> Crack on, you know. Like, <laughs> go to the terrace. <laughs> what happens on the terrace does not stay on the terrace. No. Nope, by the way. No. Nope, not if it's your bachelor party. No. This really is like, yeah, this is a terrace scenario that happened mm-hmm. that someone knew about. And then they need to decide what to do about it. So, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. yep. So don't don't do what Mitch did. Don't be messy, Mitch. But also, don't do what Demi did. No, she waited too long. Yeah, to tell. Yeah, she did. And then Kaz was pretty upset. Yeah, rightfully so. Because yep. like yep. I remember in the sorry for anyone who does not watch the show. And does not <laughs> this is taking such box. a Love Island turn, and ev- half of our, more than half our audience just, I mean, like, turned this off. It, like, takes over my life when I'm in the middle of it. It's, like, all-consuming. Yeah, it's all-consuming. Yeah, but essentially what happened is, like, two people kissed, and then someone else found out about it. That person who found out, who's, like, this person in the scenario, they went and snitched and gossiped about it too quickly and, like, didn't give a, quite enough breathing room maybe for one of them to, like, have the opportunity to talk about it. But on the other hand, the the people who kissed one or both of them had a very clear opportunity to explain what happened to someone else who would have been hurt by it and, like, did not take that opportunity and then was like, mm-hmm. oh, no. So. Yep. Timing is important. Yep. Yeah. It is. It really is. Yeah. So. The funniest part about all of this is Brendan is like, this just happened on Love Island. He's so behind that this did not I am just very happen behind. on Love no, Island. It, for me, it happened, it just happened long enough ago that like I'm straining to remember the details. They're all dead. The whole island washed away. <laughs> <laughs> Someone dropped a nuke on the Oh villa. my god. What if that's the like this new secret the twist? twist is like <laughs> instead of Casa Moore, nuclear Casa... Bomb. Oppenheimer. Kassenheimer. Casa Moore Day. <laughs> hope we helped you um thank you again thank you for tuning in we'll be back when we feel like it but in the meantime keep sending us questions to Mm -hmm. dear.queers on instagram 
dearqueers.pod at gmail.com and hi, give us a high five and um, like the some things and share and um, support and <laughs> if you don't do any of those things you'll have no choice but to send you to Love Island mm-hmm. All Stars currently filming yeah. in it actually might undisclosed... be done filming now but that's neither here nor there okay, it's only a well, five week like... season yeah but they're that far ahead they're two weeks UK. ahead of us and we're well into week two okay well Regardless, we're going to send you there. There may or not be people there when you get there. <laughs> um, currently filming in Cape Town. Uh-huh. And if there are other contestants there, they are going to... Like, so normally, I don't know if you know how this show works, but, like, normally, like, people come in and, like, they're there to, like, date. But unfortunately for you, you're there to be their dinner. <laughs> <laughs> because, like... They don't usually show this part. Like, they'll show them, like, making breakfast sometimes, but, like, they don't show their other meal breaks because they, like, eat people Mm. while they're there. Like, they have to Mm. live, like, cannibals. That's the part that they don't talk about. So they don't, like, they can't show that on TV because it's kind of illegal. But you're going to be their meal for the next meal that they're going to have. We're going to send you there. Um and the only way to escape that fate is if you do the things that we asked of you. Or I guess you could try to escape, but like you probably won't have much luck with that because they're all like ravenous from like flirting and like bantering all day. Mm-hmm. So like they're very hungry and they like will not, they'll like chase you. Like, right. Um, like it's like Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that, like when it's like, like Love Island feeding hour, they'll like, they bring in a crane from like the outside <laughs> with like a person at the end of it. And they just like mm-hmm. lower them in and then like, yep. they'll like whatever they're doing, like they'll be in like the middle of like having a chat or whatever. They just like all like, just like come running like little, yeah. Just like sprinting mm-hmm. over and it's like, like feeding out, feeding, feeding, feeding. And then they like just bones. Yeah. They then like lift out. And, yeah. That's what they use in the gym to like pump iron with. Yeah. Bone gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Pay it look next time if you're watching. You can see yeah. all their gym equipment is made of human skeletons. So mm-hmm. yeah. So make choices wisely. Mm-hmm. That's all. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. We love you. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>